Ladies and gentlemen, Altered Cognition is brought to you by Bohemian High, your source for exotic clothing, gifts, smoking accessories, and CBD. Right now, if you go into Bohemian High and you spend $5 and mention the podcast, Altered Cognition, they're going to hook you up with a free pack of rolling papers or cones, whatever they got on hand. Man, don't miss out. 156 Bridgeport Ave, Milford, Connecticut, Bohemian High, your one-stop shop for all your smoking needs. CBD needs, eclectic clothing needs. Also, come see me November 9th at the Grove CT, 158 Bridgeport Ave. We're going to have a stacked show. We don't even know who's on it yet, but it's going to be stacked. And you could also see me and Jesse every Monday at the Sea Grape, 1144 Reef Road in Fairfield. Come check it out. This is Altered Cognition. I'm Nick Breen with my co-host, Jesse Green. We're fucking around on a Sunday. Got a couple guests in studio today. We got Tommy. He's still single, and he's got two dicks. Come check it out. It's going to be great. What's up, Tommy? Two dicks? Not much. Recovering from a long week of work. Nice. I think everybody worked hard this week. I didn't. You always complain that you worked real hard. Yeah, but do you really ever actually work hard? Working hard is subjective. Yeah, I work hard sometimes. Yeah, but I'll have like a week where I'll work hard. And then I'll have the next week where I feel like that last week I wasn't actually working that hard. I worked pretty hard on my set for the show at Fairfield Craft Ales this Friday. You worked hard, but did a lot of preparation. Didn't work out too well. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about how I started eating a bag of shit at about six minutes and 30 seconds and how I was off the stage by 6.50. Probably should have just stuck it out and ate shit for another two minutes. Dun dun. That was a good joke. You didn't hit the dun-dun as right as I think you could have. I don't think it was like, it's got to be like, dun-dun. You're just kind of like, dun-dun. You know, you got to like, you got to put like the reverb at the end of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I fucked up talking about abortions with all those like, all those like older, you know, like 55, 60-year-old women that like had to have like secret abortions and it was like a big thing for them. Or their daughters, you know. Their daughters got easy abortions. There's still probably a little secret abortions. Or maybe there's like a, you know, it's like hashtag abortion on like Twitter or something like that. It's probably a thing. Pop-up abortion clinics. Oh, my God. With a pop-up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing a tent. <laughs> yeah, not even a tent. One of those, like a pop-up, literally. Yeah. Like, no you know, sides. Like when you go to like a shitty carnival and the guy selling the t-shirts has like, you know, the fucking $80 one from Costco. And there's just a doctor under there. A hanger hook. Pop-up abortions. Pop-up abortions. Pop-out abortions. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's called a miscarriage. (laughs) Nature's abortion. (laughs) Oh, my God. The plunger. (laughs) Tell that to Abner Louima. Oh, my came in me. Get the plunger. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So what do you guys think about that? What do you think about, like, uh, I think it was a pretty bitch move. To bail? Yeah. Yeah, you fucking pussy. Yeah. I bailed, I bailed hard. Yeah, you fucking bailed. What did you bail on? I, I finished the joke uh, about a woman falling down the stairs at nine months pregnant, not being illegal. And then, like, I made some dumb tag about, like... You lost the room for 30 seconds and made no attempt to recover. No, none. Yeah. I just bailed. Yeah. I just bailed and went and... You don't really bail. Met a gentleman in Bridgeport. And came back. Oh, that's where that uh, you're like, oh, I'm going to the store. 
45 minutes. I'm going to the store down the street. Back, you're fucking back in 45 minutes. Yeah, the cocaine store. <laughs> it's a good store. You should check it out. Fairfield Craft Cocaine, <laughs> 188 Honey Spot Road. <laughs> I was actually surprised the, la- the first show there were more people, for sure. The room filled up nicely. Yeah. The room did fill up nicely. But I just feel <sighs> there were just so many like older middle-aged women just giving me the it wasn't worst your crowd. looks. It wasn't your crowd. Yeah, but you that's know? no excuse for running away. You did run away. I did run away. Yeah, like an abandoned child. I went and drowned my sorrows in drugs and yeah. came right back. And I was like, hey, the show went great, guys. Yeah. The show's great. I, lo- I love everything. I'm fantastic. You're fantastic. Everything's fantastic. Yeah, no, everything was great. Um, except you bailing. Except I bailed. And the first, like, six minutes of the set went pretty well. I have the tape. Let's go to the tape. Uh, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> I just Yeah, that was your Netflix special you were shooting. You bailed on your own Netflix special. I know, and you know what? The first minute that we shot on the Instagram made me look great. Yeah. Made me look loved. Made me look funny. All of your Instagram videos look like you're doing something way more important than you really are always. That's what Instagram's <laughs> for, right? Like, it looks like you're... <laughs> like, you should totally start having those Instagram ads, like, with the 17-year-olds who are, like, outside of a giant mansion, and they have, like, a stack of hundreds, like, found out how I make $300,000 every 60 seconds with Shopify. That's probably a good job for me. Making just making those ads, like yeah, not, not actually even <laughs> doing the thing, just making the ads. You should just start doing that. like buy my program, fifty bucks. Oh, you know what? You could probably get a couple suckers. Exactly. That's what all those send guys. You money. They're just looking for a couple suckers. And what's the program? It's like I send them like a thing in the mail. It's like do coke, come up with business ideas, make videos for internet. No, it's got to be complete. You've got to completely fool people. Like the Breen keys to success. You gotta find a better name than that. Breen keys to success. Yeah, the Breen key. That's actually a great. Or name. no, the Keen Breen. The Key Breen Success Program. Yeah, twelve steps. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with other twelve-step programs that I've been less successful at. What's the furthest you've gotten in a twelve-step program? I've never really truthfully giving it a shot like i'm stuck on step one like they're like there's a higher power you didn't even push the door open oh well that's it that's all you need to believe if you believe in god he fixes everything for you that's such a fucking cop out i'm still here right i mean that doesn't i'm still here and i'm actually succeeding and doing great you're looking at like i'm doing great i'm doing great i swear i'm doing great (laughs) i just don't want to look at anyone else in the room (laughs) staring at the wall yeah yeah, it's great. Everything's fine. Everything's totally fine. No, everything is great. I just, you know, what's it, it's fucked up because after I got off stage, like I went outside and I just thought in my head of like 10 different bits that I could have gone into. Yeah. I froze up. You froze and you didn't try to dance your way out of it. You could have at least just you could have made a joke about the ref guy there about like, why is he this fucker from Foot Locker here? There's a ton of stuff you could have done. I know. And I could have like, uh, I could have done something. Literally, I done something. literally, I could have just gotten mad at them. I could have done anything. Yeah, like uh, worst case scenario, you just have Scopaletti laughing his ass off in the back, or his hair off. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> I let him down. You you failed, Nick Scopaletti. I failed miserably. I think you should take this time now to apologize to him. 
No fucking way. <laughs> no, you're doing an address now. You're doing an, ad- an address to Nick Scopoletti, to Greg Alperin, to the entire unhinged community. I would like to apologize for my actions on Saturday evening. Yeah, I co-signed that. And it, was, it was Friday night, by the way. Same thing. Um, no, I think Saturday he was in the city. Oh, that's right. He did a Broadway comedy club. I want to apologize for not being at Broadway comedy club. I was at a wedding. I felt bad, too. Oh, I was doing something important, too. What? It was very important. This <laughs> is very important. It's very important. How important? On a scale of like saving a child from an alligator to saving a child from a yeah. molester within the comedy community. You have to stop. All right. It was somewhere in between. Somewhere between saving a child from a molester and saving a child from an alligator. Now, if you had to choose, there's a child about to get eaten by an alligator, or a child about to get molested. Like one has to happen. Yeah, one has to happen. Eaten by an alligator. Yeah. Quick, painless. I don't know if getting it. Well, how big's the kid? How big's the alligator? Big enough to eat him quickly and painlessly. Because a crocodile, that's easy. Because a crocodile can just kind of swallow a kid whole. An alligator's not that big. It's going to take a couple chunks before they really. Like that kid who got eaten by the alligator in Disneyland a couple years ago. Disney World. That well, probably if he didn't was a couple. Get eaten, he would have been prosecuted because it's illegal to fuck with an alligator in Florida. I, I thought you were going to say he was going to get molested if he didn't get eaten by the alligator. Well, either way, it would be a cool video. Yeah, it's a nice live leak video. Kid gets molested while getting eaten by an alligator. Sounds like <laughs> sounds like one of Connor Simcox's bits, and he's telling the kid, "Keep it down out there." <laughs> Noisy kid getting eaten by alligator, molested by parents, gets scolded by a comic. That's a good. That's a good title. Kid eaten by alligator. He was trying to molest. And the thumbnail's like really blurry, but like with some text on it, and it's just like, check this out. He's pointing to a corpse. Could you imagine? Just makes me want to eat alligator. Dude, have you ever eaten alligator? Oh yeah, you it's actually pretty good. Gator nuggets. You can get gator nuggets at Uncle Buck's Fish Bowl. In the Bass Pro Shops in Bridgeport, Connecticut. So which part of the gator is that? Like, yeah, which part of gator meat it, is it? It's like the base of the tail is where the good meat is at. Like, the right there. So we have an expert on gator meat in the studio I'm today no with expert. us. I just heard it through the grapevine. But I mean, you know, you're no expert, but you know good gator meat when you taste it. Yes, I do. You think the flavor <laughs> of gator meat is affected by, like, any other meat? It's, like, all affected by, like, what it eats. Yeah. Like, what's it going to taste like if you're eating a gator that just ate a kid? I want to try kid-fed gator. You could probably do that in, like, some third-world country, kid-fed gator. Dude, if you're a sick fuck, you can go to a third-world country and do almost anything. I don't even think you... You just... You don't even need that much cash. You you, you need... With five grand and with the existence of third-world countries, there's a lot you can do. Yeah, with five grand in a third-world country, you can, like, buy humans... Yeah, isn't that how hostile got Even made? Even in a second world country. Like the Ukraine? Even in America. Even in a poor part you mean of Indian the reservations? first world country. Dude, I've been on a couple Native American reservations out west, and they are much different than Native American reservations out here. They're just... You mean not casinos? Well, no. There's like every fifth or sixth one in New Mexico has a casino, but the casinos are different. It's just like a... Um, the only part of the structure, like you're driving through the desert, basically leaving one reservation, entering another, leaving one, entering another. And then every six or seven, five or six, you see like a glowing light in the distance. 
and all of a sudden you see a building and it's like a, the lobby, like the entrance is an actual building. And then the rest of the casino is just like a giant tent with lights everywhere. And there's drunk natives everywhere. That's sad. I don't know why people get so bent out of shape about that. About a bunch of alcoholics about, just wasting away in the no, desert. No, they get so bent out of shape about the natives. But, like, you don't see anybody complaining about, you know, like, the Italians, like, you know, when they ruled fucking everything in Europe and they slaughtered a bunch of people or, like... Like 2,500 years ago? Yeah, but I'm just saying in human history, like... Taking shit over and, like, taking shit from people, that's, like, what we've always done. Killing people and taking their shit is, like, part of human nature. It is. War is part of human nature. Like, all of a sudden, we're so evil for doing what humans have done fucking forever. You should go to the UN and represent the United States, I think. I think you'd make a great ambassador to the United States. The UN ambassador to the United States, Nick Breen. The United States ambassador to the UN. Yeah. In this cancel culture, I don't think I could even run for an office. I think you could. I think I should. Speaking of running for an office, so Joe Gannum won his Democratic primary. By 246 votes. And now the opposition is... Which is also the Democratic Party. Yeah, so the opposition, it's some lady. Yeah, she's a not a councilman, but I think she's a state rep. She is a state rep, and she's yeah. asking for some kind of investigation into absentee ballots. Mm-hmm. So do you think Ganim's up to his old tricks? I mean, Ganim was never found to have made any fraudulent votes previously. He just liked to take some cash for some bigger projects in the city. But it's Bridgeport. Anything well, that's what I'm saying. You think, I mean, is she like, she's like a Democrat too. So it's like, what, the pot calling the kettle black? Like, you had more fraudulent votes than I did? Are you saying she had fraudulent votes? She's projecting? I mean, she's a Democrat. (laughs) So is he. Yeah, it's the party of fucking dead people voting. Not in Florida, though. Not in Florida. Well, in Florida, they're almost dead people voting. Think about just, like, living in Florida. Like, actually living in Florida. Living in Florida would be great. What are you talking about? Well, it depends on where you're going to live, and it depends on if you have money. You're living in Jacksonville. Blech. Ocala. I like Ocala. Really? That makes sense. When was the last time you were in Ocala? Never. How do you know about Ocala? It's like pretty landlocked, 45 minutes. That's what I'm saying. Because it's fucking of Orlando. It's land- actually, it's right near the villages, which is the largest concentration of golf holes in the world. 640 holes of golf concentrated in a 55 square mile area. When are you taking people out on a golf outing? Huh? When are you doing a golf outing with people? Golf? Yeah, we got like three weeks left to actually do golf comfortably. We golf comfortably till it starts snowing. Yeah, but the moment I'm cold out in a golf course, I just want to die. We can go whenever. 18. I want to do nine holes. I don't want to do 18 holes. Why? 18 holes is too many. I don't want to play golf for five hours. Why not? Mm. Playing golf for five hours is better than playing for two and a half. I don't know. I don't think I like and golf that much. if you're competent, you should be able to make it around yeah, 18 I'm not, holes in about three hours and 45 minutes. I'm not competent. I'm not competent at all. He's actually an okay golfer, too, Dix. I used to be pretty good. I fucking suck. Golf is an interesting sport. Game. 
It's a sport. Half of playing golf is, is like I like like that was sorry that was the first thing I was offended by. Like front out of a comedian's mouth, was some comedian and her bit. I'm trying to be very nice here. Some comedian and her stupid fucking bit about how golf isn't a sport, and like that's uh, what you get offended and like by. Some, and like something else, like like old, like just a game for men. Like bro, like yeah, the acronym was gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. Of course, it's a fucking game for men. You're real, you're real. Like, I mean, I don't think there's any reason to get offended by it. You want? No, it was just her saying like golf isn't a sport, and like I just said, golf isn't a sport. It's a game. It's not a sport. Yeah, it is a sport. What's the difference? I would say fucking porn is more of a sport than golf. Golf is just like pool, but for rich people. Yeah, it's outdoor pool. Um, there's a huge physical component to golf. This candle won't fucking light. But then you think, what was the name of that drunk dude that was really fat that only ate McDonald's? John Daly. Yeah, he was dope at golf. John Daly is still a fucking American treasure. Yeah. So then you see a dude like that, and it's like, that's not a high level of athleticism, but he's still good at golf. But in his sport, it was high levels of athleticism. And here's the thing. I guarantee you that if you don't play regularly or if you're not in decent shape, You'd have one hell of a fucking time getting around 18 holes and still being able to lift a club up at the end. But like 80-year-old dudes play golf, and I feel like it's all made possible by golf carts and caddies. It is all made possible by golf carts, but you have to understand that the PGA pros walk the course. This is true. And that's a bitch. That really is. It's a lot longer than you think. Well, because they look at everything, right? That's well, walking. walking, of course, kind of gives you time to think as well. And you do less waiting around when you're driving to your ball. You drive there and then you wait for the group in front of you to get out of the way. Whereas when you walk to your ball, the group in front of you should be out of the way already. So you walk up, you approach your shot, you take a look at it, get some advice from your caddy. He tells you, oh, you're only 150 out, but trust me, you want to hit an eight iron. This one plays short. I can see you kidnapping a caddy. Kidnapping a caddy? Kidnapping a caddy. Just be like, hey, like, come to my car. I got a 20 for you. Throw them in your trunk. For what purposes? So you always have a caddy on standby. You're going up on stage and just like, caddy, what's my next move? What's my next bit? That's actually a good idea. It's like, well, you're kind of losing the crowd here. They're a little bit older. You're not going to want to try an abortion joke for sure. He still has to have golf bag on his back the whole time. Yeah, and he's got to be wearing the white onesie. Wherever you guys go, he's got the golf bag. He's got the club. You're the speaking white, of the mic. The white jumpsuit. Yeah, the white jumpsuit. The white Ghostbusters jumpsuit yeah, it, with, I, like, the fucking smock with my name on it. I don't I don't understand why, like, you go to a fancy fucking course and they're just wearing painter's uniforms as their caddy. You'd think they'd dress them up in something like, you know. You go to a mediocre restaurant and the waiters at least look decent. You go to a fucking course that costs $200,000 a year to play on and they got these fucking weird janitors. These weird clansmen janitors. But those are the best caddies. You got to be able to identify them quickly. Know where your caddy is. They should just honestly have a big sign. Like they have a backpack and just a big ass sign that just says caddy on it. Like a flag bear going into battle. But They have like these cars in Arizona. This is total non sequitur. 
But like speaking of things in like a, they have like these cars in Arizona that they just park on the side of the road, and like a pole pops out of the top of them with like a camera on it, and it gives you tickets for speeding. What? Yeah. That seems illegal. No, it's not. It's like great. It means that you can. Get what do you mean it's great? You're happy that people are getting ticketed. It means that there's less cops on the road. I don't know if it does though. It means that like if you're speeding, you don't have to worry about getting pulled over and getting a ticket and then getting arrested due to the subsequent search because of the smell of marijuana. Just wait until they have cocaine sensing robots. I think they already might. Well, you're going to pull up to a stoplight and a robot is just going to disable your car. You're like, meep. You have cocaine in your car. Remain <laughs> seated until the police arrive. And you try to get out and the robot just... Your like, seatbelt's locked. You can't undo it. You get hit with a tranquilizer dart. You just go down. You wake up in the police station. They're booking you already. Like, Damn, that was quick. I mean, that's... Uh, fears of a dystopian future are like a real thing. Well, that's some people's idea of a utopian future. What, fucking robots that invade your privacy? That way we don't have drugs. The robots saved our society from drugs. Yeah, but that's a slippery slope because the problem is, like, what's okay and acceptable one day is fucking unacceptable and illegal the next day. And it just until, like, who decides what's okay and what's not? The robots. That's even scarier the because liberal elitists, the liberal elitist robots, they're the ones controlling Google. They're the ones controlling the cocaine searching cars. They got everything we lost. I thought they it's were over. reptiles. That's just Connor Simcox. He is quite reptilian. You just think you like, I think you're getting to a point where you're just actually just going to start seeing a reptile when you see him. Like you're just going to, you're not going to know who Connor is. You're just going to start freaking out on stage being like, why is there like, you ever see bad Lieutenant, the Nick Cage movie where you see iguanas everywhere. Shoot him again. Yeah. Why? Because his soul's still dancing. Exactly. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite fucking movies. Can I ever tell you the story about Explicative Elk? He's like, nah. He's like, well, 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 well. He 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 did a roll. He he jumped over him and and he sprouted antlers and he scored a touchdown. He's like, you know what that means? Don't worry about me, and I won't worry about you. Okay. Now now let me hit that crack pipe one more time. Wow, that's a really good Nick Cage. Dude, Nick Cage is like one of my favorite. He is my favorite actor. You know, period. He, he bought he bought a flotilla of yachts at the height of his career. Yeah, did sent him into a little bit of a financial hole. He also I bought think. like a hundred thousand dollar octopus to help with his acting. An octopus to help with his acting. How does what does he do? He puts it on his face and it like. I'm not Nicolas Cage. I don't ask no, questions. Octopi are so smart. No, it's octopuses actually. Octopuses. Lots, uh, lots of people think it's octopi, but I think the correct word is octopuses. But anyway, they're supposed to be like hyper intelligent. And maybe Nick Cage thought he could talk to the octopus. They I mean, have like a complex sign language. And, and things now, like that. now, is it true that Nicholas Cage's last name used to be Coppola? Yeah, he's a Coppola and he changed yeah. it to Cage because he was Luke Cage was his favorite superhero and he did not want to have the Coppola name associated with him. Um, as an actor. So that just goes and shows you like as much like, oh, look at this guy. He made it like. No, he's a Coppola. No, you're a Coppola. So his dad is Francis Ford. I don't think I think it's his uncle. That's his uncle. Yeah, something like that. And Jamie, can we look that up? Well, <laughs> hey, Nicolas Cage won best performance for leaving Las Vegas, which is one of the most fucked up movies I've ever seen. 
It's actually one of the best movies. No, I know it's incredible, but it's so it's disturbing. It's like a, it's kind of like a train spotting disturbing. You know, uh, I watched Train Spotting when I was like a lot younger, and I probably should watch it again. Yeah, it's messed up. I should probably watch it again. I'd probably relate a lot more now that I've dragged myself through the mud of addiction and life after heroin. Life after heroin. That's one that I never really got into. A life after heroin? No, life of heroin. Oh. Just really doesn't do it for me. You don't seem like a heroin guy. You seem like you're like I'm bored. I'm sick. You, every time you talk about a girl that you don't like, it, it always sounds like I'm sick. How come every girl you don't like was like on methadone? Yeah, they are. You got to get off that. There's nothing worse than like oh like there's nothing worse than a chick on heroin. I'd rather deal with like a meth head chick plotting, scheming. At least they like to fuck. You know. I'm sick. Oh my god. The heroin chicks, they're just worthless. I wish they would just die already. <laughs> I mean, we're doing them all the favors with the fentanyl, right? That's, have you ever killed a fentanyl chick? Not that I know of. Not that I know of. I don't want to I don't want to incriminate you or anything. I like how it's like how do they charge heroin dealers with murder and shit? Do they? When people overdose. Yeah, they do, right? That's they a thing. Do. I don't know. I really or is it like know. manslaughter or something? Whatever it is, it's like bullshit because like <laughs> no one forced you to fucking take drugs. Society did. Put no one forced on you to trial, take drugs. Man. No one forced you to do heroin. Everyone's like, oh, it's a sickness. It's a disease. It's not their fault. The disease concept of addiction <laughs> states that a person gets involved and inadvertently becomes hooked on the substance due to physical dependency. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> you put something up your arm with a needle. You know? Yeah, like there's a conscious decision there. Yeah. Trust me, I know. Like there's a very conscious decision. You're like, ah. Yeah, this is going to be great. And you, it's a good time, but... I'm already lazy enough. I don't think I need anything extra. Yeah, it's a good time until you die. That's the best time, bro. I almost feel like the sweet release of death is like the best part of the high for heroin addicts. I think that's like what they're trying to get to. Isn't that a that thing? That sweet death release. Just that's the like, thing they do. They'll kill themselves and then they'll have their buddy there and not get fucked up with Narcan so they can come back to life so they can do a crazy amount of fucking fentanyl at once. So they can do it again. Yeah, exactly. They want that death, that pseudo death, that halfway to death. Yeah, they want to be somewhere in between, like, when the breathing stops and, like, when the body, like, evacuates everything in the bladder and the colon. Like, they want to be, like, in between, like, soiling themselves and, like, breathing stop. It's, like, right, that sweet spot of, like, half death in the middle. That's a good sweet spot between soiling yourself and actually being dead. It's a nice purgatory. Like, I've done so much stimulants that my eyes were vibrating. They still vibrate? Like, like, like vibrating. I'm looking now. They're not really vibrating. You ever do so many stims that you can see your heartbeat in your dick, and it's really small? Or is that just me? I kind of get it. (laughs) When you're like, what's really small, the heartbeat or the dick? And and your dick is twitching with each heartbeat, and it's just like uh, completely flush with your body. No, your dick. Yes, (laughs) yes, trying to escape back inside your body. Like, but it's so dense. The dick is so dense. Yeah, what is it? Why is it so dense? Is there like sand in it? Yeah. (laughs) It's like like a doorstop. You know those stress (laughs) balls that are just balloons with flour in them? (laughs) It's a bit like that. (laughs) <laughs> but like a fresh one that still got the still got like a, a lot of give to it. I didn't know my dick could ever get hard from being too small, too flaccid. 
It almost is like a. It's almost like a dwarf, like a like a really hearty, thick dwarf. It's like what happens to a raisin starts out like a grape. A grape's hard, filled with juice, and then it gets to a point where it's it gets really soft and shrivelly. But then it does get to the point where it's full raisin, where it's stiff again, but it's very small. It's kind of like a fermented dick, a little bit, you know, yeah, like when you let ferment, like a dried dick. I think once the coke dick gets stiff. Coke dick. That's like a dangerous fucking yeah, thing. It's weird because with coke dick, it's like you, you got this tiny little flaccid, but once it's it's going, it's like going. It's once like, it's going, it's going, and those heroin positions. chicks better wake up quick. <laughs> you got it throttle closed and throttle completely open. You're in V tech. <laughs> you cannot go under five thousand RPM. You know, you just riding that fucking wave till you find a heroin chick to stick it in. Yeah. I'm sick. Well, here I got something that'll help you. <laughs> <laughs> have you done that before? Yeah, I actually have. I brought and we like bring this chick to my house, and she's like, "Yeah, we could do lines and fuck whatever." And then like she'd get there, and I'd like whip out the coke, and like she'd be like, "I just like need to meet my friend first. Can I have twenty bucks?" And I'm like, "You're sucking this dick first, bitch." <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, then I'll give you 20 bucks and you can fucking leave. <laughs> and I mean, that's the truth, damn it. You think I don't know what you're trying to do. Yeah, exactly. Like, one time she burnt me. She's like, oh, my friend's just here to give me something. And then she, like, got in the car and, like, left. But, like, the funny thing was, like, she left her purse in my house. <laughs> she thought she was going to get away with, like, you know, not blowing me. Now, what's the most you've paid for sex and the least you've paid for sex? Not counting free sex. The least I've paid for sex is like a $40 bag of Coke that I split with a hooker. And the most, I think in Vegas, I paid like $500 for sex one time. Most I paid for sex was probably like at least five grand. And that was my ex-girlfriend. Well, yeah, exactly. We know know a guy who's at like 150 grand. He's been. Oh, (laughs) we know a guy. Who's that? He's a, he, he gave. He knew, he's a guy, and he gave up like three years of a salary, two years of a salary, yeah, just the to whole a girl. Paycheck goes to you know cheesy bread and, and big bags of weed, yeah. and uh, you know outings, yeah, Airbnbs. Am gas. I looking at this guy? No, 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 no. Nah. He's dead. He died. He, he's dead. Yeah, he's not. He's just actually dead. He, Who mean, the fuck was he? Um, if he's dead, we can disparage him all we want, and there's no consequences. Mm. Tell me his name. <laughs> God bless you. Dog bless you. Um, what is his name? His name is Seamus. Well, Seamus, yes. He's famous Seamus. Seamus. The estate always has power. That's the thing. When you're when you're dropping like when you are dropping your entire salary on a girl year after year after year, it's not It's called marriage. It's not marriage though. That's um mm-hmm. See, I don't wanna see, It's just get, disturbing. And to look at what he's getting out of it. His stress levels are so high that his penis no longer works. At 23, his penis gave out. Uh, well, he's dead. Of course, his, his penis no longer works. <laughs> she gets ass hair. She gets, you know, oh, a good no. bit of ass hair. And uh, she does not shave that. It's just that's something he has to deal with. Dude, I dated an Italian girl. She was are we so talking? fucking down that like because she used to like grab my hand and stick it in her pants and be like oh look what i did for you and her pussy would be all smooth and nice and then like one time she grabbed my hand and stuck it in her pants but like not in the front in the back and she was like look what i did for you and her asshole was like all smooth 
I was like, you shaved your butthole for me? I'm not talking about in the uh, crack. I'm not talking about anywhere in the crack. I'm talking about on the cheeks. No. No, this is on the cheeks. Uh, this, is on, this is an on no. the cheeks situation. This, right? is, no. this is woolly mammoth levels. No. These are, these are Arctic degrees level of hair. Uh, oh, there's nothing grosser than a hairy ass. Think about on a woman, you know. That's what I'm talking and about. There's no ass. It's like two baseballs. Two baseballs. No hips. Just uh, two baseballs. V-shape. Uh, Dude, who is this chick? We got to get her in studio. The, the problem is your dad's really rich, so we could end up going to jail. Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly really afraid of how much you're disclosing here. Like, all of a sudden, a little way too much. a drone might come in and just take us out right now. This is a realistic I possibility. Like our listeners are very intrigued, and they want to know more about this. They want to know who chick. she is. They want to know more about Seamus. Let's they, drop her name and his name on the count of three. <laughs> no, that, that, One, I think that's, two, that's harassment by three. nature. It's Seamus Anus. No, let's like, see. You know, what, what's her name? Anus? What's her name? What's her first name? Uh, you uh, can find her. Okay. All I'm going to say is uh, butane. Butane. Well, you're not making any sense because I just want to know who this girl is. I want to talk to her, see if we can get her to shave her cheeks oh, and kind of get, get her oh, back on track. We want to like, get her back on track in life. I imagine this to be. She's got a dead it, boyfriend. It, it, She's hey, got a hairy Seamus. ass. Hey, Seamus. Um. I decided that it doesn't really matter if I have a hairy ass or not, right? Because that's just some superficial, like, social construct, right? And he just nods his head, and he says, Oh, yeah, yeah you don't have to shave your ass. That's fine. And then she's like, Oh, I'm, I'm glad that, that we love each other. And then uh, he buys her cheesy bread. They smoke weed. His entire paycheck's they gone. They watch TLC. They watch, yeah, reality television for... Fucking six to eight hours a day. I told myself I wouldn't talk about this anymore. Well, yeah. I have a family member who um Is he also dead? No. Oh, I'm sorry. He's alive and well. I have a family member that kinda is in a situation where he has like a a girlfriend and he does like a lot of stuff for her. I'm just trying to be nice. Um You can just say she's a fucking bitch. No, that's because he says that he really loves her and cares about her. He's a liar. Some people just can't be alone. And they, they've gotten so sad that they're just like, yeah, this person treats me like shit. But um, at least there's somebody next to me. Yeah, that's like a thing. That's like a real fucking thing. That's it why I had like, thing. you know, that's why I had girls that would stay with me for, you know, a year, two years at a time. They were just scared to be alone. Mm-hmm. How did that make you feel knowing that a girl was just there because it was better better to be with you than being alone? No, she was just there because the drugs were good. That's even worse. But I feel like if if the drugs are good enough, they start to, you know, develop the illusion in their mind that they actually, hey, I might fucking like this guy. You know, this we might have a connection. But as soon as the drugs go away, it's like, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. You're 100% right. That's it's what the same thing with guys and girls. Once the sex goes away, you're like, fuck this chick. <laughs> Could have thought you were in love. Well, that's like Joe Rogan has like the best perspective on it. It was something like you want to like jerk off first and then like. Oh, yeah. Always you know? jerk off before any major decision. Always. Yeah. Dude, if I had not jerked off before certain situations, I might have proposed to some girls. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> You always got to jerk off, and you got to know when it's appropriate and when it's necessary. 
But do you ever jerk off and somehow you get more indecisive anxiety? Well, kind of like yeah. sometimes when I'm jerking off, I make really bad decisions. Like like when I pick the phone up while I'm jerking off, all bets are off. Have you, you picked w- up the phone while you're jerking off while talking to me? No, 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 oh, no, no, okay. no. I can scope You'll Lenny. know if I call you in the middle of the night. I'm breathing heavy. <laughs> you don't understand a word I say. It just sounds like. That's the most time I talk to you on the phone. It's just something that, you know. Are you speaking in tongues when you jerk off, like doing some sort of like satanic ritual? There's no satanic. I mean, it kind of is like a satanic ritual, but just not like on purpose. <laughs> you said that you smoke cigarettes while you jerk off and you enjoy that. Yes. Yes. What, what's so good about that? I haven't tried it yet, but maybe I will. What, what's so good about it? Well, because the thing is, when you're jerking off on cocaine <laughs> and it's going to take you like at least four hours to bust the nut, you're not just going to sit there for four hours and not smoke cigarettes, not smoke a joint, not have a couple shots of vodka. You, no, you just got to hold your breath. And you get to the point where, you know, you start to lose your vision. You start to get a little bit dizzy. And then, like magic, your dick just emerges. And, uh, you know. I just try to pee. Like, you push real hard to try to pee and, like, wait. Yeah, like, holding your breath. Like, wait till your head's, like, about to pop. What if the piss comes before the cum? Like, what do you do? Just kind of rub it on your chest. Use it as lube. (laughs) I'm out of lotion. Got to piss. You ever have to pee before sex, and then you end up having a real long session, and then after it's like you really got to pee, but it takes you like a fucking half hour for that shit. Why is that? Is there like a cum blockage? There's like a cum down. There is some kind of a blockage. Yeah, there is some kind of a. um, Yeah. Or you could feel it in your dick, but nothing's coming out. No, there is some kind of a thing like that blocks the urine from coming out the urethra, like when it when you when you become erect. The gates shut. Like a couple weekends ago, that happened to me. I just, I walked outside the tent, and I was just standing in the dark, fucked up, with my dick in my hand, just staring into the dark, trying to pee for probably forty five minutes, just standing there. And then it finally came after a while, but it really did take that long. So why were you in the dark in a tent outside with your dick in your hand? Because he forgot to masturbate uh, before making a decision. No, um, um. You can imagine. Was this like a homeless encampment that you were at? No, it was a campsite. It was a campsite. That's oh, you guys were camping. Encampment. Yeah. I thought you would assume that already. I was like, what are you asking? Well, if I know people that have I'm lived in, in tents. Tent, if I'm in a tent, I'm camping because I'm a privileged white male. Okay. I want to get I want to make that clear. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were Cuban this whole time. You know, I, I pass as white. It sometimes works better. What's the deal with camping? The deal. I am What's the deal like with camping? I, you don't like camping? You don't seem like a camp. I don't know. I do enjoy camping. There's no McDonald's. That's the problem. I do enjoy camping, but it's like, I don't know. You should camp at a McDonald's just in the play pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set up a tent. We'll have like a little music festival going on in the play area of the McDonald's. We should do a mic at Devon McDonald's. I would like to do a mic at a Denny's. 3 a.m. Friday night, open mic, Denny's. That's what I'm saying. I think we should start doing some pop-up mics. Uh, Do you know anyone who operates a Denny's? I feel like you know a guy who knows a guy who knows a Denny's. I feel like you know Denny himself. (laughs) (laughs) It's my uncle. My uncle Denny. 
Danny. Have you ever met anyone named Denny? Like in real life? Like what's Denny? Is that Dennis? Is it Denzel? No, you know what? I don't know. I think that Denny. Dennis. No, I feel like Denny is like a it's Dennis dude. Denson. Like Denny Barton. Who the fuck is Denny Barton? I don't know, but it sounds like a plausible real name. Denny Barton sounds like an actor from the fifties. Yeah, and he was probably born somewhere in Kansas. Yeah, Denny Barton, famous Denny. actor. No, Denny. Dude. It's not Danny. It's Denny. Denny. D E N N Y. What was the last? What was the last Denny Barton? B A R T O N Barton. Boy, Adam Robert Thomas Ocean Nora. You all right? Twelve, twelve, eighty nine out of Wichita, Kansas. <laughs> that comes back code forty six. Sir, you have a warrant. <laughs> Denny's got lots of warrants. <laughs> Could you become a cop at this point in your life? Probably somewhere in the Midwest because they are just so far behind. Just like, you know, just don't put in a form. They don't they miss the background checks. They're just like, disgusting. No, you really like you don't understand until you've been arrested in one of these podunk little towns uh, in the Midwest that like how far behind that part of the country really is. It sounds like you have somewhere to take advantage of. If, if all fails in Connecticut, you could always move to the Midwest and be a cop. That should be your backup plan. I wouldn't mind being a cop. I think it would be a lot of fun. How much of a corrupt cop would you be? I'd be so corrupt that I would catch people like smoking pot and stuff and like let them go all the time. But you take their pot? No. Not like for evidence, just for yourself. Maybe half of it. Yeah. Maybe I tell him to give me a fucking joint. Actually, I knew a guy. He uh, he lived on the, a dead end cul de sac, and there was like a known spot where people would smoke weed. And we, when he didn't have weed, he'd wait at the top of his driveway, wait till someone comes up, knock on their window, and say, "I'm going to call the cops or give me half." And they'd give him half. Yeah, they give him something. He'd go back inside. So he wouldn't even impersonate a police officer. No, he'd just, he'd just like, tell him, "I'm going to call." Yeah, the I'd cops. be like, "Hey guys, uh, you're outside my driveway. This is my place. I know what you're doing. I want something. Or I'm going to call the cops." We used to smoke weed back in the day. We it was called the Top of the World. I used it, to smoke weed at a place called the Top of the World. So it was a driveway yeah. off of this main off of this road, Camino Tassajara in Danville, California, and you would drive up to the top of it and smoke. And um, I was with. My buddy at the time, he was like an older dude. I must have been like, you know, 17 or 16. It was like me, another friend of mine and this older dude in the car. He was like, you know, mid 20s. Um, And the girl who who's like father owned the property, like drove up next to us and like started like, what do you think you're doing here? You're doing your drugs. Don't do that here. You want me to call the cops on you next time? And like this dude, this older dude had like the like looking back on it, it was like pretty lame response but but like back then i was like whoa this guy's the coolest guy ever he just like looked in her window and like leaned out his a little bit and he's like what you want to die next time bitch your buddy said that to the guy i was like this is so fucking cool i was like what a cool guy he just asked that bitch if she wanted to die next time but it was like the way he said it he was like he was like first he was like do you want to and he like didn't know what to say for like the comeback and then he was just like die next time <laughs> i was like oh shit this just got real serious real fast she was like she was like i'm calling the police and like drove off back up her driveway and we just that's when you commit a home invasion whatever happened to the good old days like i know i would be fucked up but then again i probably would protect myself a lot better the good what old happened days to like the good invasion? old no the good old days when like somebody wronged you and you'd like just go to their homestead, kill them, 
Ensla- <laughs> enslave their wife and children, like have their children work in the farm, Did or maybe even Japan? maybe even kill the children and then like knock the wife up with your seed. I mean, women used to be way hardier. Like, oh, I got a new husband, got a new family. It's like, uh, I forgot who said this, but it was like, you know, when your grandma got married, she had a nice husband, and then one day some creepy guy who's your actual grandfather just showed up at the front yard for three months and beat up uh, <laughs> and beat up your grandma's former husband until until he had his way. Well, it was like, at least back in the day, like in all seriousness, at least back in the day, if somebody wronged you, you could go kick their ass and not get in trouble. You still can. You just got to be better about you know, it. There's like Shakespearean stories where two dudes end up like fighting with swords and whoever wins a sword fight gets the pussy. You know, they both fight. it's like that shit used to happen. It's like, but as a woman, you just have to accept that. And it's like, oh, there was two dudes fighting over me and uh, one guy got a sword to his throat in a fight. So I guess uh, I got to go with the other one. Well, I mean, we're going to get married. <laughs> we're going to have kids. I don't know why duels aren't just acceptable be happy ways. that two fucking dudes are fighting over you. Yeah. Imagine you fucking wench. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Being a woman and you got two guys literally trying to imagine fight to the death for your pussy. You feel. Yeah, exactly. Just I like, wish I could feel that desirable. Fucking, you know, feel lucky that somebody cares enough to die for you. To die to fuck you. Yeah, even though you probably smell like a fucking goat. Well, I think they were into it back then. Oh, my God. Could you imagine the smells back then? Well, Napoleon in his diaries would talk about, like, when he'd, uh, when he'd be like, I'm coming back from the front in three months. Don't shower. The closest to his, uh, thing lady. you can do these days is, like, fuck a girl, get her into you, and then just out of the blue, just fuck her friend. You feel very desirable. You, they have a little fight. They, they they cry. They have a falling out as friends. A couple months later, they become friends again. You know? But you're with and then the they other talk, one. Do they talk about your dick after that, though? Oh, they both know about your dick. It's, because when they were friends before you fucked the other they friend. They still talked about like, your dick. It's like, oh, my God, like, uh, this is what happened. Because girls like to spill all the beans. about. Yeah, they do. Fuck. And they'll, they'll they, set, their friends. they set themselves up for their friends to fuck their man. Yeah. By talking yeah, about like, how good their you, man fucks oh them. Oh, my God. I, uh, like they, they'll tell you the exact size of the penis. They'll tell the circumference. every position that you fucked in, every word that you said. Do you know what he said to me? Do you know what he said? To me? He said, "I have the nicest ass he's ever seen." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! It was a lie. I was lying. <laughs> it was nice. It was not the nicest one I've ever seen. I mean, I have the internet. Do you know how much data I have in that category in my brain? I fucking hate the That's internet. That's like all the data that I have in my brain. I think the yeah. internet just destroyed me. Think about Th- it. That's the only thing. How That's many variations thing. of form of the female body that you have in your brain somewhere? Where it's like you have that amount of data to sift through to see like, oh, this is exactly what I want. And that's part of porn. It's like you're always looking for that. It's like, yeah, 95% of it is exactly what I want. But that 5%, it's like, oh, she's got a freckle like above her left nipple. And uh, I would rather have it above her right nipple. You keep browsing. It takes another half hour. Like you're running out of cocaine. Like uh, <laughs> 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 like you, you don't wipe your hand, the lotion off your hand. You're going for the keyboard. No, you, oh, you, of course, you, dude. You of care. course. 
you know. Of course. Oh no, when you try when you try for like the first three times, you're just like I'm gonna try to be clean, and then just your after five minutes stops working no. because it has so much lotion in it. No, it's like after I jerk after like you could tell I've been like doing cocaine like for a night and like jerking off like you come to my house and all the doorknobs are slippery. <laughs> 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 That, that, that spot on the vinyl chair when you get up. <laughs> it looks like, you know, the, you ever been to like Texas Longhorn? Like the Longhorn Steakhouse? Steakhouse? You know the logo? <laughs> it looks kind of like that. Because there's the spot where your balls are sitting, where the sweat is accumulated. And then there's like up the ass crack and like, you know, under the legs. Dude, sweat lotion mixture is like one of the most disgusting looking compounds. If yeah. you're going to like, here's the thing. If you're going to be masturbating on stimulants, <laughs> it's worth it. Like you're buying hundred dollar bags of cocaine that lasts you a night. Okay. It's worth it to buy a decent lube. So your dick isn't all chafed up and fucked up. I recommend Joe. Joe. Yeah. See, here's the thing. There are lubes like you think, like you think, you know, all the lubes like, cause you've been in the. The uh, uh, adult, you know, or contraceptive section at CVS. I've never thought I've known it's all whatever the kind of lotion my mom bought no. that month. You yeah. see, that's <laughs> see, that's like that does not work because like you get some serious chafing issues. You need like a high performance silicone based lubricant. Then you're dropping thirty bucks on lube to jerk off yes. once. Forty. Joe is worth forty. Forty. And it's a, it's a. It's about a four ounce bottle and it's about forty dollars. You're going through that instantly though, aren't you? No, it lasts about two how many, weeks. How many because so the, you get through one session. It doesn't it's not like a water based <laughs> lubricant where the water evaporates the silicone. It it's got some stick to it. You know? And it and it's not sticky, it's smooth, you wipe it yeah. off and it's like the sil the silicone like moisturizes your fucking skin. Yeah. Like I have I may have rough elbows, but Trust me, my dick is smooth as a baby's bottom. Just start jerking off with your elbows. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's actually a really good idea. Elbow jerking off? Mm, 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 mm. I feel like that would be a. You really look good like workout. some kind of disabled porn <laughs> fucking. Dance move when you're to show off like our, all your wrist jewelry and your rings. Up in the club, jerking off with my elbows. I used to try weird shit when I like, you know, when I was nine, first started jerking off. And one thing was like, you put your dick between your two forearms and it's like, oh, that's different. It's not my hand anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is closer to what a vagina so feels the first, like. So the first time I ever masturbated was, um, this is actually a really good story. Yeah, the first time great. that I can remember that I actually masturbated was like, my father was like on a business trip. He came home. He uh -oh. like he like woke me up. No, 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 no. Stop. 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 Go ahead. Go ahead. He woke he woke me up and there was like this little fish flashlight. You like squeezed it and a flashlight came on. Are you on. sure it was a flashlight? And it was and, and it and then he gave me like this little like Canadian flag cuz he was in Canada. And I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And somehow like they left my room. My parents like left my room and I was, it was like Saturday morning or something. I was like, "Oh, I'll sleep a little longer." And then I woke up and like somehow like I like had this flag like around my dick. You have the Canadian flag around your dick. Yeah, like I like I don't know what prompted me to do it, but like rubbing, like wrapping my dick in like the flag material, <laughs> and then like moving it up and down it was like the sheer silky material. That was like the first time I can remember that I and, masturbated. And then you put the flashlight up your ass. 
No. What was it? In the f- no, I just masturbated into the Canadian flag. Now I don't know if I actually shot a load into it. I don't know if I was old enough to be shooting loads yet. But the um, first load you shot was into Canada's heart. Into what? Canada's heart. You just. That's oh, Canada! <laughs> <laughs> you know, at least most of the flags white, right? <laughs> so fucked up. <laughs> Nice little little white stands on the red leaf. I mean, like, at least, you know, at least I'm not like an, like a fucking anti-patriot. At if least you, it wasn't an American flag. If you come into an American flag, is that patriotic or disrespectful? <sighs> is that technically treason? Can't you get a prison? I think that is treason. Uh, well, it, if it doesn't touch the ground, it just touches your dick. It depends on if, if you fuck it lovingly or angrily. I would give it the respect I it deserves. Love you, America. Yeah, what if you're playing uh, the Star Spangled Banner, Bannered, Banner, but like the 10 minute baseball version as you're jerking off? Is the that Star Spangled okay? Hammer? The Rockets, White Clubs. How come people don't streak at sports games anymore? You're fucking the flag raw, hoping to have that patriotic baby. Oh, my God. Do you think it... Uh, I don't know. Is that an American? Probably. No. I mean, like, people fucking died for that flag. That's, like, the thing. Like, you're, like, I'm, they're, like I'm sure there's been... I, don't, I can't cite any specific example, but I'm yeah, sure there's yeah. been, like, some battle... Where, like, a flag, you know, like, the flag guy gets shot and killed, and then, like, some other soldier's like, oh, I'm gonna go get the flag, and, like, he goes to get it, and he gets shot, like, he literally died for the flag. You know people that get, like, American flag tattoos, like, on their tit? Well, that's like, see, we're <laughs> not like, even supposed that, to wear you know it as clothing. Been, come on, a few times. Oh, a good that. angle. Or, like, a, you know, a, a tramp stamp that, that's an American flag, and then it's got, like, uh, the... Uh, Confederate flag. Next I feel like that's strictly like, something you see at NASCAR. Yeah. Confederate flag tramp stamp. But you know that there's some, uh, you know. That's like when you like shoot your load on like the American flag side of her back and then like piss on the Confederate side. <laughs> that's being a good American. I feel like that's really conflicting if you have a Confederate flag and an American flag tattoo. You know, pick a side. I think like... Like, what did I see? I see. I saw a guy with, like, it was like a, um, it was like some flag. It was like an American flag, but where the stars were supposed to be, it had, like, a Confederate flag, and then it said, like, Trump 2020 that on it. That just looks like bad, that sounds like bad design. That's a confusing statement. That, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, you have, like, these people who. We like, gotta stop Hillary Clinton from winning again. We gotta stop it. Yeah, I don't, I just don't get it. Like, I don't, like, the Confederate flag, like. Like uh, this is not definitely not an original thought, but it's like they lost. Like, yeah. like what are but, we so? Dude, they lost. They're still losing. <laughs> yeah, they're still losing. Like they're not doing it. Like, except in Libya. In Libya, Libya is not part of the United States. Yeah, but they're winning because slavery is still alive and well over there. That was, I see the connection, but like, wasn't that all that the war was about? Uh no, I mean the conspiracy is that Muammar Gaddafi was going off. No, the not US Libya. Dollar. I'm talking about the American Civil War, slavery. You were just talking about Libya. Well, Muammar Gaddafi would not 
uh, he was trying his to, country join the IMF. Yeah, he was trying to get off the dollar. He was trying to go back to gold-backed oil, and uh, they killed him. He was a sharp dresser. He looked great. He always looked great. Like if you're gonna be a dictator, he was a. You got swag. He was a fly fucking dictator. He just had like this facial structure that was just like so statuesque, such a wide nose. He had, he had had work done though. He had had plastic surgery on his face. Well, because he's a fucking dictator, you know. You got to keep up appearances, dude. I would. I would have liked to fucking hang out with the guy. I was so sad. The video. Oh my god! When he gets the pulled out, when he gets fucking pulled out of the sewer, being dragged through the streets, and he's saying things like, "My sons, my sons, why are you doing this to me?" Like he still, he doesn't understand like why they're. And then he's getting stabbed, and they shove a knife up his ass, and then they let, and then they put him in a fucking freezer to bleed out to death. Rest in and they peace, put it, and they put the fucking Rest in peace. They just kept the fridge on display in the town where his body was there for. Yeah, a they long fucking time. savaged him, and I don't even think that. They let Saddam at least go out in court, in theory. They just fucking butchered Gaddafi in the streets. Yeah, it was like so... I Really, it broke my fucking heart, dude. Like, I... <laughs> no, I I don't like... You know, I'm actually kind of squeamish. Him. I'm actually kind of squeamish when it comes to, like, any videos of, like, real, like, torture. Or, like, people, like, being, like... Like, I don't understand. You seem like a snuff guy, though. No. Ooh, ooh, that's so creepy, dude. Like those ISIS videos? No, I don't understand. Like, oh my god, those ISIS videos make me sick. There was cutting off people's heads and shit. Do that shit? No, there was there was. It makes me sick. They lit a guy on fire and he put his hands to his face because when your body gets too hot, you just try not you go into a ball naturally, and you could just see a giant bubble emerge on his hand and explode. Yeah, see, I don't want to fucking like. We need to go over there and just level like that whole fucking place. Um, getting controversial. <laughs> like it does? No, it doesn't affect me. I just don't want to have to see. I just don't want to have to see Gaddafi. He's empathizing with I don't want to have to see ISIS videos. Dude. If we have gay to wipe out a whole fucking country of innocent people to get rid of the ISISs, I'm okay with that. For all to kill all the ISISs. You're talking about how pretty Gaddafi is, and then how sad it was to watch him die. Are you gay for Gaddafi, man? That could be like the like a. You want to be the name of a charity run? The people that did it too. That's how much you fucking love Gaddafi. What is is he, Helen of Troy? You're going to fucking start a hundred year war over Gaddafi because you killed your beauty, you killed your one true love. Dude, we're already in like a hundred year war. We should start a Gaddafi clothing line because that sounds exotic, right? Gaddafi. I've seen Gaddafi in nice lettering. Oh my gosh. Some nice threads. The ideas never New stop brand. flowing out of yeah, this I'm one. An influencer. I'm an influencer. <laughs> hey, check us out. Gaddafi clothing line. You can find us. At <laughs> I'm single. I'm an influencer. <laughs> you have influenza? Yes. You're so influential. You have influenza. Dude, I knew a guy who had like 50,000 Instagram followers and he legitimately had like influenza to the point where he thought like he mattered because he had 50,000 followers on Instagram. I think we should. Hi- I think that is. I think we could really coin a, a, fr- a term here, so like phraseology. Like, we need to kind of um, hijack the word influenza from the medical community. Yeah, we'll take it. No it. longer Sorry. means the common cold. Influenza is the disease you have when your social media <laughs> following makes you feel like you're important. Yeah. Fuck influenza. Influenza. A Logan Paul, a Brandon Sh- Sh- Showers, Schwab. You hate him for some reason. Because that guy's really hateable. It's just easy to He's hate him. He's not, though. <sighs> He's actually coming on the podcast this Tuesday. Brendan Schaub? Brendan Showers. Brendan Brandon Showers. 
Yeah, it's a different guy, but oh, okay. Is it <laughs> close enough? Honestly, Why do you hate him? Would you tell him this to his face? Brendan Schaub. Because he's headlining the Seagrave this coming Monday. <laughs> no, Brendan Schaub looks like he is already wearing the Gaddafi line of clothing most of the time. I know, right? We yeah. should get him as an influenza influencer. He's definitely got influenza. I mean, he probably has like almost a million followers on Twitter and Instagram, so he probably has it deservingly. You don't deserve influenza. Influenza, it's... What about Kardashian? Uh, what about any Jenner or Kardashian? You know, I'm really excited. Um, when you have like 20 million no, no, no. Instagram followers, dude, you... Kim Kardashian's going to be governor of California before like 2036. I hope so. You know, the simulation has crashed. Everything is ending. The world is coming to a close. Honestly, watching Donald Trump on WWE last night really kind of put into perspective <laughs> what the what reality has become. Was he on WWE? He was on WWE again, no. as president, or was no, no, this was before and when uh, him and Vince McMahon had the billionaires brawl and like the end of the yeah, no, I remember that he fucked up Vince. Yeah, he fucked up Vince hardcore. It was fucking fantastic when he fucking levels him. That's the that dawn. Great. Yeah, and then fucking Stone Cold comes in and just breaks up the fucking fight, destroys the Samoan. It was sick. Fucking. Stone Cold is like a Trump. Dude, Stone Cold Steve Austin is sick. He's my fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin was like, remember when he drove the beer truck into the arena and started spraying everybody and he had left earlier in that episode in an ambulance? They're like, we don't know what's wrong with Stone Cold. And then he like comes back and he like just, oh my gosh. Stone Cold, sir, you are an American hero. I, I... I really think there should be a statue of him in Stanford, Connecticut. Austin three sixty. Why don't we? Why don't we get? Why don't we try that? Get a statue of Stone Cold Steve Austin in Stanford, Connecticut. Headquarters of the WWE. We'd have better luck getting a statue of Muammar Gaddafi in Stanford, Connecticut. I would settle for Muammar Gaddafi in Stanford when Connecticut. he has that hat on. Yeah, it's a you know sick which hat. hat I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, right? the cheetah like hat, square yeah, hat yeah, with yeah, like yeah, the yeah. like the earmuffs, but yeah. like. Why do you have earmuffs? You're in the desert. He, he was always dressed like celebrities when they go to the Met Gala. That was just his permanent attire. Dude, his life was a permanent Met Gala. Yeah. So did you guys hear about the toilet <laughs> in Winston Churchill's, uh, you know, residence being stolen? It was like a gold plated or an 18 karat gold toilet. It was like an art piece that was given to Churchill. I think the name of the art piece was America, actually. So I'm sure it was some red-blooded patriot that stole the toilet, probably for the causes of America to keep it away and out of the hands of George Soros uh, and Connor Simcox, fucking lizard person. A solid gold toilet or a gold-plated? I don't toilet? know if it was gold-plated or solid gold, solid but it was worth gold. about a million dollars. Solid gold toilet would be probably worth a little uh, more than a million dollars. It would be so fucking so heavy. It must have been gold-plated. Maybe just the seat was gold. No, no, no. It was This thing was fucking shiny. But it was called America. That's like what, you know, was definitely a patriot that took it. So we got a mic to get to. Yeah, it's 7 o'clock. We're going to have to sign off. So this was Altered Cognition. Thanks for listening. Come check us out November 9th at the Grove CT, 158 Bridgeport Ave. Don't forget, 156 Bridgeport Ave. Head to Bohemian High for all your eclectic clothing, smoking accessories, CBD needs. Mention the Altered Cognition podcast. Spend five bucks. Get a free pack of rolling papers. Thanks. We're out. Thank you, Tommy Dudix. Watch out for the Momar Gaddafi collection coming this fall. Drop the mic.